Well, here in New York, Donald Trump is not expected to appear at his New York fraud trial today after spending the first three days in court. He actually flew back to Florida yesterday, but not before he once again attacked the judge and New York Attorney General Letitia James. Take a listen. The judge already knows what he's going to do. He's a Democrat judge. I'm stuck here because I have a corrupt attorney general that communicates with the DOJ in Washington to keep me nice and busy. You borrow money, you pay it back, and you get sued by a political animal. The attorney general of New York, Letitia James, responded to that this way. What they were were comments that unfortunately fomented violence, comments that uh, I would describe as race baiting, comments unfortunately that appeals to the bottom of our humanity. And I will not sit idly by and allow anyone to subvert the law. And lastly, I will not be bullied. Joining us now, CNN legal analyst, criminal defense attorney Joey Jackson, CNN anchor and senior political analyst John Avalon, CNN political commentator and host of PBS's Firing Line, Margaret Hoover. Uh, just to the to the law of it, this is um, different than the sanction put on Trump because of and the warning from the judge about the attack on his clerk. But is there anything breaking the law here about what Trump is doing? It certainly doesn't help his yeah. chances legally, does it? <laughs> so you would think in a case where a judge is the ultimate determinator, right, of not only the factual issues, because remember, there are remaining claims, but also what's going to happen to you? What's a receiver of your business going to look like to dissolve your assets? What is the issue as it relates to <clears throat> the penalties and fines going to be, right? Those are significant. Will you have your business license? So you would think in that context that you would really... Uh, behave yourself or not be so inflammatory, but I guess he can't help it. Now, as it relates to certainly the gag order, it's not a technical violation because the gag order related, of course, to the clerk, uh, but it's just not the decorum. The interesting thing to me, uh, Poppy and Phil, is whether this judge uses that in the case itself. What do I mean? The case is about the facts and the circumstances in that courtroom. But if you have a particular person in a case who's a defendant who's not really, you know, obeying judicial rules and orders, Technically, he did. Again, it's not the clerk. But what does this say about how you would comport yourself from a business perspective and how, if you're not respecting judicial rules, you would respect the rules relating to financial statements and other things? So whether the judge influence is influenced that way is something I'm looking to see ultimately That's as he makes his decision. Margaret, I think it was interesting that the attorney general fired back yeah. yesterday. You know, she spoke before the trial started. It had been there, and there's the amazing picture of her kind of sitting behind the former president looking at him in the courtroom. Um, but we hadn't heard a lot from her or her team other than what we'd heard in court. That changed yesterday. How much of this is not just a, 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 a civil case, not just what we're seeing in the courtroom, but also now a very outside PR, almost political fight going on? I, you know, I think she's been incredibly measured as an attorney general. I mean, she has been the subject of so many of his social media blasts. He, recall, it's almost commonplace now for Donald Trump. I mean, it's been commonplace since, since he emerged on the escalator in 2015 for him to go after the judicial system and call and name uh, leaders in the judicial system, judges in particular presiding over his cases, as racist. Okay, so as long as they're not white men, they're racist. And, you know, it, so I actually think this is less about PR, but I'm glad she finally said something and called out to it. I think what's, what's really potent is 
how unhinged Donald Trump is about this. It almost seems that he is more unhappy mm -hmm. about the loss, the potential loss of his businesses in New York than he is about 91 federal federal charges. For sure. Yeah. John, on that point, though, I was just looking at this, some quotes from her when she was running for attorney general about Trump. And she did campaign on calling him a, quote, illegitimate president. She said unscrupulous president. These were in 2018. But does any of that change the picture here? It's not a good look in the rearview mirror of history, and it's one reason why people running for positions like attorney general should stay out of the red meat of politics on the extreme edge. That said, this is now about where the rubber meets the road with regard to the law. This is about equal justice under law. This is about accountability, something Trump has traditionally resisted. And it's hitting him in the wallet, which is what really gets his attention, potentially. Um, Trump's always, he's not about decorum. He's about, he's about playing to the court of public opinion and trying to play the refs. What's significant here is, is it's not going to work because it's not even a jury trial. Um, it, it's, it's all about the judge. I mean, the, the, the PR aspect is almost unnecessary because we're not trying to persuade anyone here except the judge. So this really sort of is out of the court of opinion now. This is in the courts, and the courts are doing their thing. It's amazing to try and the person you need to persuade to just attack him repeatedly over and over again with, like, visceral rage.